I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. At GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting and online shopping carts to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code RAMBLE1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites, and everything in between. Stop what you're doing. It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, and my name's Marcus, and I've got the three sexy babes with me. Jim. Word up. Pete. All your best, I belong to us. And Luke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I am indeed. Now, <laughs> last week we saw a man cuff himself to the goalposts at Goodison Park. If you had to disrupt a football match, how would you do it? Jim. Uh, well, what I would do is I would put on a flame retardant suit, maybe maybe two or three flame retardant suits. Actually, cool, thinking about yeah. it, I'd put on the kit of the team that I was choosing to, to sort of terrorise. Um, let's say Spurs, because you're an Arsenal. Say fan. Fulham, okay? Because it seems unfair. Yeah, no um, one's ever protested against Fulham. Exactly, That's very yeah. true. And then I'd just set myself ablaze or and run around. Well, join in with the game. Um, right Self and others Immolation Yeah well the, the <laughs> others Obviously would run away And can you imagine How long that would take The inevitable coming Sorry well, I'm sure they have got Sort of uh, you know Fire extinguishers And stuff at the ground But it would take a while yeah. <laughs> But would you carry on Running away Knowing that the people Chasing you were going To put you out Or well, I'd, What other choice have I got well, if, you bought, if you were full <laughs> of I'd, you I'd be always... doing kick ups Like back flips Break dancing. I've never seen really more than three kick ups. Yeah, or, 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 or a backwards. I'll, I'll put some practice in. You, even, you couldn't even do a backwards roll, I'm willing to bet. But um, uh, <laughs> you could jump in the river as well if it really got. That's know. a great shout. Finish off go, by yeah. jumping in the Thames. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> with the Michael Jackson. Yeah, I'll take it with me. <laughs> That'll burn his face up like in the Pepsi advert. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, inevitable commentator comment, he's on fire. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I'd be yeah. I'd be gutted if that didn't get an airing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. He set Craven Cottage alight. And then yeah. Jane Rednack going, oh, quite literally. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's well. figuratively on fire. No. Yeah. I think the. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Fulham faithful would quite like that. Yeah, well, they're, they're like, oh, can we have that every week? Might ruin the pitch. Oh, they're not. No, what would happen is he'd be at the back of the stand trying to set fire himself. It, the whole stand would go up. It would be a disaster. <laughs> it would be. It would be a tragedy. Yeah, it would. Or the be. wind coming off the river. Wouldn't you be able to light it? Yeah. You know, end up just going home. Well, I mean, it'd take me ages to get three flame retardant suits on. You know, I think <laughs> people, people would just start to question mm. my motives. But I think the best part of all this is that it'll never happen. No. Yeah, so the idea of you going to a shop and going, "Oh, can I have a flame retardant suit, gout, sir?" <laughs> yeah, so this is the officers' club. <laughs> Go away, Jim. You've been warned about this, <laughs> right? And Pete. warned about it. Pete, what have you got? Well, mine's kind of suit based as well. Oh, 
thief. Just something I've always you don't want wanted to set to do. yourself on fire in a flame retardant. <laughs> <Yeah, right>? No, <laughs> just just kind of um, something else, uh, Jim. I'd, you know, like um, when they cast um, like suits of armor. It's really cool I'd, about I'd this. I'd have it made out of um, the same stuff they make lollipops out of. So okay. it'd be so you, like in the same way that you know metal can't bend. So, so you're like a massive Jolly Rancher. A, a massive suit of armor made out of Jolly Rancher, yeah. uh, sort of material. I'd be slightly sweet. see-through because mm. you'd sort of see like an outline of my penis and stuff, and it'd be, <laughs> but I'd be all and I'd sort of be clanking around. The pubic hair would be stuck to it though. Yeah, exactly. so I'll just run full pelt yeah. into the into the one of the posts and just the big <laughs> oh, explosion of candy, and then a naked you, and then a naked me would emerge. It'd be glorious. And then you, would, would you then scream, "Come and get my candy!" <laughs> Come and get my candy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I really like that. Yes, yeah, I like the idea. I, I think it's just more something I've always wanted to do. It doesn't yeah. even have to be. I've, I'm glad I've got the Not really football platform related, to get involved. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, it's certainly safer than Jim's one. Yeah, um, Luke, what have you got? Marginally, <laughs> what have you got? Um, I would probably put on a clown suit, mm. a big clown wig, big yes. suit thing, paint my face up. <laughs> Put not a black Blackburn Rover shirt on. Here we go. And run around Ewood Park just shouting, Keen in, Keen in. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I like uh, that. Short and sharp, that's Would, it. Wouldn't even know. need new trousers. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. I would, uh, I think I, I would pay the stadium announcer to, um, to play. To, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Number 12, <laughs> motherfucking John Parkin. <laughs> <laughs> to play uh, Ring of Fire by, by Johnny Cash. And I would come in on horseback, dressed in full cowboy gear, while the game is going on. This is quite homoerotic. And with, <laughs> and with my steel, I'd just shoot the ball and then gallop off into <laughs> yeah, the sunset. Yeah. Yeah. And gallop off into the sunset. It would have to be an evening game, of course, yeah. at the right time of year. Yeah. Which is kind of the only tricky It'll point. Lasso the ref. Yeah. You go, no yeah. rules, yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. I'm off to the saloon to have some sipping whiskey. Yeah. And then you'd leave. Yeah. But I, well, well, I wouldn't shout that because then they'd know where to find me. Okay, right, okay. Yeah. Well, I think the saloon. You know, they assume I was together. there. The Fulham saloon. Um, uh, Luke's got the points. Oh, cheers. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I thought Pete would get them. Yeah, all right. Pete's got them. No, no, Luke's got them. I do <laughs> like them. I like the clown oh, feeling. I feel like I just wasted a lot of money on flame yeah. retardant suits. I know, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that three retardant suits is any more flame retardant than one to be honest <laughs> otherwise it's not doing its job is it I've just got to be safe haven't I you go into a shop for a flame retardant suit can you recommend anything else well if you want to really flame retardant you yeah. can buy two more yeah in case it burns <laughs> through the suit is it really flame retardant are you going to buy something or what <laughs> yeah well, let's, forget it let's talk about the man who inspired all of us mm. to talk about that um, the middle aged man who did handcuff himself to the post at Goodison Park uh, he was re- protesting about Ryanair's recruitment policies apparently his daughter was turned down for a job uh, with them it would appear I, I couldn't it was unbelievable one of the most embarrassing dads in history sure. <laughs> <laughs> and did you hear why she was turned down no apparently she just she didn't actually pass her probation and she yeah. like, didn't come in a couple of days she was late all the time she, it, it, they turned Pro- her down because she failed her probation <laughs> to be and t- she was saying that it was some sort of scam Ryanair was setting up through this independent contractor where they were trying to get like money out of them and then they wouldn't give them the jobs and keep the money and um, the, the dad who handcuffed himself to the post was like he was saying oh you know a scouse girl was rumbled on and they don't like it he made it all about being a scouser for oh, some yeah. reason and then just just off he went with his mad little protest if she's that bad he's going to need more handcuffs I feel 
To be fair, if you know, if <laughs> I'm a girl, yeah, because she's it's going to take her a while to get the, the work ethic of any company. It must be hard for her to go in every day when you got that at home. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got bigger things to yeah. worry about. She'll have, she'll have some issues. Am I the only person missing like the, the link between the, the handcuff to the post at Goodison Park yeah. and Ryanair? Yeah, no, the Fathers for Justice, isn't it? Yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah. I don't really see it. Well, the boss of Ryanair was actually at the game. Right, that makes sense. No one said. Oh no, I had to really dig around to find it out. Really. He didn't even have a t-shirt on <laughs> no. saying it, did he? No, he did, he did. Oh, did but he? in tiny prints. And he was facing the post anyway, so he obscured it. He <laughs> really didn't think it through. No. When, it, when I first Liverpool heard about it... Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a real insult, that is. I wasn't even watching the, I wasn't watching the game and I turned it on just because somebody on yeah. Twitter had said this. Because uh, I was working. But um, I was thinking, how is he going to get the manacles round the post itself? And I didn't think that he could just put his yeah, arms around it. And, uh, yeah, exactly. How yeah. did they get rid of him so quickly? Oh, just, they, th- they used um, bolt cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how did you even Honestly, have that? So they were like a pair of like handcuffs, like a joke shot. They're just. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, I, I was utterly enthralled by it. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and that's why we started the show with it. Yeah. Quite frankly, but let's move on to the football, shall Sorry we? About that, um, yeah, um, flame suits and, and men in handcuffs, uh, or the Premier League, the as we Spurs call it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go to Chelsea 3, Manchester United 3. What a game! One of the games yeah, of the was. season, I'd Aye. like to suggest. Pete, <laughs> would you agree? Uh, yeah, I think so. A few too many penalties uh, for my liking, but one of the best penalties I think I've seen in the Premier League, that Rooney one, oh. where he slammed... Well, what, that Rooney one. Well, the first one, I believe, where he yeah. just slammed it into the roof. He was annoyed with the ball. Considering yeah. He, he missed, bullied it in. Yeah. Considering <laughs> he missed, what, three of his last five or something? I think he'd missed four and eight going into that game. Yeah, you, th- you thought to yourself, well, what's he going to do? Four of their last five goals have been penos now. Yeah. Mm. Well, Ferguson was cl- complaining they didn't get enough penalties. <laughs> Still moaning about the rest. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see those two pens? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I actually agree with him. I thought I yeah, thought the no. two penalties that were given were penalties. Like the first one was really soft. borderline. No, yeah. it was a penalty. It was well played. I was about the first one, the second one, where he stumbled into him. Well, if Alvarez actually tried to come up, get away, I'd still give it. <laughs> well, fair yeah. well, you see him given. That's yeah. it. That's it. Um, and and uh, you know, Young was held back in the first. Yeah, half, that wasn't one. I was surprised. What about the Cahill one on Welbeck? What do you think, Luke? Uh, well, I just, I was just, I was just sort of like thinking to myself, that's a bit of cheek, Ferguson. <laughs> Did he? Go, he was short of saying, "Well, we agreed on three before yeah, the game." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He sort of yeah. tripped himself up to a certain extent. Yeah, I think. yeah. I was, just, I just couldn't see that. Do you reckon at halftime he said to Howard Webb, "Look, you're gonna have to get your shift on." Like, no, <laughs> yes. This isn't kind of yeah. Plan. One in each half. People will talk otherwise. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've genuinely got penalty exhaustion. Was it? Wasn't it? I, I don't even know anymore because yeah, they're yeah. given for the weirdest thing. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be talking about two footed tackles later on Pete, so <laughs> save, your, save your energy for that but um, <laughs> you know it was I thought United as I'm sure many people did were the better team at half time although they were 1-0 yeah. down and yeah the, the goal was certainly against the run of play yeah I, I, th- I thought it was quite funny I was talking to a Chelsea Johnny fan Evans today will do that though yeah, he will <laughs> I thought it was quite funny someone a Chelsea fan today was saying to me you know flipping neck the, cu- the crop where to gov yeah <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, Torres put the kind of ball in that nobody else can deliver and I thought we'll play him out wide then yeah. if he can do that <laughs> he's got about 8 assists this season he was playing Matter more century Matter yeah. was drifting yeah, that's right, a lot. Was, I agreed yeah. with what Michael Cox said and so did Mark about yeah. that and he really influenced the game more and that volley was a sweet side hit. footer yeah, was brilliant, sweet yeah. hit it was a side footer as well did you watch it I know, I know you, look, you thought Torres played well in the second half yeah. it was very sort of abject in the first half I mean didn't get a lot of service to be fair to him it's, it's a strange one with, with Torres I know it's, it's been spoken about a lot but he just 
is he ever going to get back from this? No, I think no. I, th- I think he's getting slightly better, more sort of more adept as it goes on. He's still there's a real big highlight of how sort of low on confidence he is still during the game when he had a real chance to pull the trigger and he didn't and he mm. passed it. Yeah. And I think you, you were thinking, oh, that's really obvious that he should have. A mm. confident Tony yeah. would have pulled the trigger mm. then. But it's all round plays, link up no, plays. They're certainly certainly getting better as you say. Eight assists is pretty good, but it's, it's over a thousand minutes without a goal. A, f- a really interesting point I found that summed up the way Torres is going at the moment is. Um, when um, he, he, he got into the box and he controlled the ball on his chest nodded it down with his head and I think it's the same one you were yeah. talking about where he didn't pull the trigger but yeah. the skill to get himself into the position to That's then right. fluff it yeah. was <laughs> sublime so it's, it's he's, still he's there. so close to, to getting back to what he was and I, and I really hope he does and I think he can well the worst thing that can happen is as soon as Jorba comes back he just gets dropped again mm. and that'll be his head down again but, but, but I mean he, Chelsea maybe they need that he it's, seems like such a delicate sort of fragile character he's the new Emil Heskey <laughs> <laughs> I did say this on Twitter but he looks like a sad ghost you yeah, know. he does a bit. Yeah, but I mean, it, if you've got a football player who's picking out like matter and acres of space, to mm, be fair, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't great defending. Mm, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, if you can pick him out, I, I, I don't mind. They're still scoring goals. They scored three against Man U. Chicharito's yeah. goal as well. Where's the marking on that? <laughs> well, that was yeah. yeah Luis had a good game apart from that. Yeah. Well, the thing is with Luis, if you watch it again, there's a runner coming in from the box. I forget who it was, and I think it was Cahill. Probably should have picked up um, Hernandez. Hernandez, yeah. And he was kind of caught in two minds. But he didn't do either. At least yeah. do one, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. it should be the man who's nearest the goal. I thought that um, I, I really anticipated May United attacking down the right with Valencia against Bosingwa playing out of position, who's not mm. that good, Bosingwa, let alone mm. at left back. And uh, but it didn't really seem to happen. But as you said, in a, in a sort of weird way, they were still the better team in the first half. Yeah. I, I have to say what if May United had won that game. I mean, it feel, probably feels a bit like a win for them. But if they had won that game, I fancy I'd fancy them to go all the way, win the title, mm. because it's such a huge result for oh, them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and so, so I was doing um, BBC World Service on Sunday, and some of the people were saying that people who were texting in were saying they were really annoyed because um, Chelsea wouldn't have considered that. That, that against uh, Mourinho uh, sorry with Mourinho and Ancelotti as managers 3-0 up at home there's no way Mourinho <laughs> that's, that's never happened before forget, or, or Big Avi Big Avi yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that, that's true though they wouldn't have <laughs> and, but yeah I think that's never happened at Stamford Bridge in, in the Premier League but Chelsea are a team in transition they've got to be patient they've just got to be patient it's an interesting one to bring um, Romeo on you know, I know you yeah. wanted to shore it up, but United were so on the front foot that yeah, it was just a real sign of encouragement for them, which you know you, you don't give Man United. No. What about Paul Scholes coming on? Yeah, you, you felt like he had a big impact, massive impact. Yeah, and uh, get him on the plane. <laughs> he won't do it. Him and Parker. He won't do it. Hey, he hates John Terry. Yeah. <laughs> John Terry hates gingers. He thinks yeah. there are two types of red people in this world, which is redheads and gingers. I like to, I like that um, John Terry sat next to Ramirez in the crowd. Yeah, just briefly before we go on to that, um, we've got to mention David De Gea with a wonderful save oh, at the pulled end. Out, pulled oh out of goodness. where the spiders lived. That, that, yeah, that's as good as a goal for me. The camera <laughs> shot was amazing because yeah. it came from nowhere. Like, he wasn't even in the shot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it flew across. He's like a flying werewolf. Yeah. Save of the season, Jim. Clark. Yeah, absolutely. Stick an absolute bullet freak against him right on the top corner and he'll save it. Float a really close <laughs> across it. And he'll try and punch it. Swallow it and sick it up over the line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, shall we move on to, to John Terry then? Yes, must we? Um, uh, obviously, he's been stripped of the. What's England. he been up to? <laughs> we well, didn't play for some reason um, on Sunday, but uh, he's been stripped of the England captaincy. And Fabio Capello has strongly disagreed with this and come out and said so, which could compromise his situation as England manager. Really, the FA explained. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it will. Yeah, I mean, I think. 
it's a funny one because Capello coming out and talking about it just means the issue rumbles on for a bit longer but at the same time I suppose he doesn't want to be seen to be a sort of fickle manager who changes his mind all the time he's like oh he's my captain he's not my captain he's my captain he's not my captain so I think Capello's come out to sort of show that it's he's it's been it's been taken out of his hands you know I think he's weirdly in a strange way it's to sort of uh, reinforce his own authority yeah. you know because it make, he's, it, he's not a fickle manager and it's making him look like he is he's more he's annoyed the fact that it's that. been taken out of his hand and done above his head than anything else I think yeah. but I think it's the correct decision I think if you look at the England captaincy as a, as a, as a almost like a position of public office and, and you compare that with a politician or something if there's enough evidence from the CPS to charge you for something and it's a racial, racially ba- based crime that you're being accused of then you'd be suspended on full pay taken out the foreign line and then mm. you'd be and you wait for the, uh, the outcome of the, of the case that's and I right. think that's the right decision to make I mean mm. you could even argue you should go one step further and say he's not eligible for selection and in which case it's not Capello's business you say yeah. right he's not el- available for selection you've got to pick someone else pal. Yeah. Well, it's the, the same thing you know. that's kept Joey Barton out of England setups you know, he's been, in the past yeah it's been you know, mooted that, you know, I mean I don't know if, if there's anything official they're not officially they're not officially well, no. it's, it's certainly not the exact not same be, thing let's make that very clear no, of course, <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it would not be a surprise if you know the FA were like, oh, not so sure about him. We've been to jail. This sort of thing. Or, or Lee Bowyer might be. Yeah, another yeah, 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 yeah. We've said it more than one occasion. We don't care who the captain is. No, know. no. Clearly, Rio Ferdinand doesn't. It's an ambassadorial role. I mean, I, I, on one level, I agree with you. But the other thing is, you've got to look at it in the wider context. If mm. England go and play Ukraine in Ukraine, and we have Ashley Colt left back, and the Ukrainian fans end up chucking, chucking a lot of monkey chants at him, yeah. is Terry going to join in? <laughs> <laughs> No, but the, England, the FA are then going to complain about it, and the Ukrainian yeah, yeah. FA are going to say, "Well, we can sort your own house." Yeah, well, well, I think I think the problem with that is the whole situation is the fact that I believe they were offered a, an earlier court date, but they were told that um, he was too yeah. busy, and a lot those of key witnesses aren't available. His key witnesses aren't yeah. available. What do footballers do? Why can't? They, how come Harry Redknapp can go to a? To, More importantly, why is a football game or a trip away to an away match taking precedence over a, a legal court case? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an absolute a criminal disgrace. case. And I tell you what, this, the whole thing is making me slightly embarrassed. To be a football fan, that, that just from, t- from I'm not even a football bottom. fan, so right. <laughs> just the, you know from, just from, from the beginning, fan. from the beginning of the you know the incident happened to now the way it's been dealt with that exact incident you're talking about with the court case being moved, it's pathetic. Like yeah. with Rio Ferdinand getting booed, all that sort yeah. of stuff. It's just it's. In, I just thought we'd moved so far past all this sort of be nonsense. With it, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, Ferdinand said he didn't fancy it as captain. I can't blame him. Would we have Scott Parker? I love Parker or Hart, but that's pizzas. Mm. I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, a, it's a coin toss. And a, I'll a say give it to Casillas. Yes. got you know, Rubinho. He yeah. captains Brazil. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, you know, it's just it's really it's not as important as we make it out. I'd, I'd make Hargreaves captain. He's never around. Just he, he can't do anything wrong. He's never <laughs> there. Out of the firing line again. But it's like, the only thing I've got to do is toss a coin and exchange mm. a pennant. Not yeah. Jermaine Pennant, like a pennant. <laughs> and that bring him Jermaine Pennant. That'd be great, what it? has Terry really achieved as England captain? No, He's been kicked no. in the face loads and yeah. but like been at the helm for some embarrassing losses. Well, I think it's to, to single him out, though, I think it's a... Well, no, but the, the point no, is... No, you want to generalise, like, racist him. <laughs> oh, OK, <laughs> right, I see. But the point is, there's this clamour for him to stay as captain, but is he really... Does it make a difference if he's captain? Well, he's, who does? Uh, does an England fan... Well, does, I think, has he been that, you know, delicious an English, England captain in that he's, he pisses in nightclubs, you know, he's not... Well, what a long time glory, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm nostalgic for those days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like more worse. It's like more innocent about him taking a piss in a plant pot in a nightclub. <laughs> that was a really but, uh, big story back in the it day. It was, yeah. it was, yeah. That wouldn't even... I now assume he does that every night. That wouldn't night. even make a sub page on no. uh, a sub headline on page three. 
worrying. Fucking, he doesn't even have a toilet. No. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it is a fun Bobby one. But... <laughs> no. <laughs> just, you know. But what I would say about... What yeah, I would he say just is... stuck to theft, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, West Ham, I'm joking. Um, what, what I would say about John Terry is the reason why he was reinstated <laughs> as captain was because in the friendly against Denmark, I think England won 2-1, that uh, Capello didn't like it. And I can understand this. That it, I can't remember who was captain maybe it was Lampard in the first half I forget who and in the second half it was kind of like oh you have the armband and nobody really wanted to take responsibility and yeah. Terry was the only one trying to organise the team trying to organise the back he'd line. do that anyway yeah he would do that anyway. Yeah, but, this is true. Uh, so I, I can understand why Capello's a little bit miffed because if indeed Terry is a leader on the pitch which he appears to be that's why he's a bit annoyed but ultimately I, I, I'd like someone like Scott Parker he's all very well very, he looks like an RAF bomber pilot no, you know, I agree with Parker I would, I would say because I think he, I genuinely think he's one of the first names on the sheet now yeah. uh, him or Hart but the thing about John Terry is you say oh yeah well he, he teaches it seriously he doesn't like the fact that yeah, he organises but he needs to realise as an adult male mm. that there are some some Standards of behaviour that come along with that, yeah. you know, and we're not saying he's been found guilty of anything yet, but his his, his behaviour in the past mm. hasn't exactly befitted an ambassador for the England no, team true, or yeah. for any team, and he needs to he needs to accept that. Yeah. Another issue as well is that he hasn't been found guilty of anything yet. No, no which no, is in the past he's done things though. Yeah, I know, but this is why I think it's another strange reason that it's been put back. You know, it just. Why not try and clear Get his name as soon as possible? I think, or not? I think there was a bit of pressure in there to, to put it back, and it made it a lot easier for them mm. to, to not have to deal with it till after the Euros, to be honest. And then, and then Terry can probably just retire anyway. But I don't see why it's a positive thing for England. I don't think it to is. Deal with I don't even know why he's playing for England. <laughs> <laughs> why is he even playing? Get, get, him off, get, get, him off, get him off the plane. Get him off the plane. Throw him off that plane. Um, right. We must go to North London, where, uh, well, we were already here, but uh, <laughs> speaking, Arsenal 7, Blackburn Rovers 1 was a wonderful result. And is it times like this, Jim, when you think, can we not have more than three points? For can it? I just make a noise? Yeah. <sighs> I was going to say, how much longer is Paul Robertson going to frustrate Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, it, uh, it, was, it was brilliant. It was just nice to see Arsenal sort of have that kind of vim about them. I worried they'd lost that, because there used to be a time, um, even in recent seasons, where you know, if Arsenal would have a run of results, you would know someone was going to be on the end of an absolute hammering. Mm-hmm. And it looked as if Always we might have... Yeah. Always <laughs> Paul Robertson's yeah. playing <laughs> I mean... It, it looked as if we might have lost that because this, this team, you know, is, is one of the one of the weakest under Wenger. I think it's fair to say, and um, it was just a brilliant performance from from the, the front three in particular were superb. It's shown how you know Arteta's already really grown in stature in the team. He's a very important part of that midfield. He makes it tick, particularly in the absence of Wilshire and where Ramsey's playing a lot of games. And you know, Walcott was was on top of his game. Hopefully, he can find that form again. Oxlade um, Chamberlain. Oxlade Chamberlain. Yeah, mm, I mean, there's the been a lot of hype around him already, but you know, he was he was just superb again. He, he's just he's exciting. Isn't he? He's very, he's very much, yeah. strong as well, and it's he. Um, he just looks very accomplished for his age. Yeah. He needs to play. He needs to play as Absolutely, much as possible. Yeah. That's right. And I think he's going to displace our Shabin. Mm. Yeah, I, I think. Well, so. he has done really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, just this is it now. They, see I, you later, I, Andrew. I, I'm surprised Arsenal didn't move him on. Well, he may still go on because the Russian transfer window is open for another month. Fine, so okay. he could go to. There's still time, Arsenal fans. <laughs> <laughs> still time. Van Persie. I mean, you start. Look, it's crazy, but Arsenal start a game, a goal up every game because Van Persie always scores. He's um he's eclipsed Dennis Bergkamp. That's in right, terms yeah. of scoring record now which shows you what a t- sort of top quality player is because Bergkamp's one of those names that's almost sort of like you know fictional he's so <laughs> legendary <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, but it just shows yeah, you yeah. The, the quality of Van Persie and nice to see Henri getting his uh, yeah, that, that yeah, that even though it was lovely. slightly fortunate in the first match yeah, and then his last match that. as well yeah. Yeah. You know, well last night a match at the Emirates 
I think yeah. he, and he may yet stay on for the game at Tottenham or sorry against Tottenham at home yeah. that would be brilliant we all want to see that <laughs> all Spurs fans know he'll score they know he'll score <laughs> Adebayo will score more Robinson was <laughs> Robinson was I mean I know the Henry goal was a deflection or whatever but it's like he's considered over 50 goals against Arsenal now <laughs> so he's not even trying anymore <laughs> yeah. I think Arsenal had 8 shots on target but he had 7 I don't know, goals. bear in mind though I mean he did he was in that Leeds team who Arsenal beat 5-0 I think 3 times in the same that's season that's partly his fault yeah but they were uh, he was, was in goal for those games loads of those goals were one-on-ones against him with Henri I think Henri scored just say 4 one of those them games then. yeah remember what, still, <laughs> remember what Arsenal yeah. used to be like yeah, though, exactly, well, yeah. you know come on he was particularly on the end of that he, he's got about 40 England caps Robinson hmm yeah, well, he, he always be a goalkeeper of some repute. I'm just saying, a shadow of his former but self. But when he, he's still an excellent goalkeeper, yeah, I when so. that equalised, it wasn't equalised, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, I, I remember sort of thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jive let, let, let the team down. I mean, it's a silly, yeah, silly, silly really. yeah, I mean, obviously that helped a lot. So that you know, I mean, we, Arsenal were three-one up at that point. Oh, they were looking but, good. Yeah. They were looking. They would have won the game, of course, yeah. but yeah. it still didn't help. I mean, I'm just trying to be a bit balanced here because I had a, a pop at Robertson. It wouldn't have helped that he had a, 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 a sort of player like Jive yeah. who. Experienced, who's you know not too bad, mm. making ridiculous decisions like a Kevin Nolan esque decision mm. on the half. Yeah, also, um, Christopher Samba was awful. It's like he wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like what you did there. Now, QPR one, Wolves two. Bobby Zamora. Yeah, Bizam. Yeah, one of the transfers. Nice goal as well. Was it was a nice goal. Cisse linked up for the goal. Didn't That's it? A hu- nice he's a huge player for that team. He is. He, he, like, I'm, I imagine he's on like catastrophic wages. But, I mean, <laughs> Cisse or Zamora. That's, uh, Zamora. That's one heck of a. That's well, one heck him, of a him and Cisse, you'd be loving that. Yeah. But you think it's a funny move. Yol was seem keen to to let him go. I don't think they got on. Really yeah, well. no, it, it smacks of that, doesn't it? But it's. It was almost talismanic for Fulham a few seasons ago, and it seemed to be getting back to that form. Just that Europa League final season, mm. he was excellent. Mm. The, yeah. the, the thing is, I think even his final game. Sorry to interrupt, Louis, against um, was it Newcastle or was that second to last for Fulham? That you know, three assists was it or two it, assists, it, a goal? But I think what happened was we mentioned this. I think I think on the show, but we definitely talked about it, if not on the show, that um, when Brian Ruiz came in, so yeah. unsettled Zamora a little bit, mm. and, yeah. and then and then Zamora, I think, took that as a bit of an affront with Yol, and they had a bit of a falling out, and they never recovered from that really. But you can you can play the two. Well, the, the, ultimately Zamora's gone. So but it's I don't think you can play the two because if you look at the Fulham Newcastle game, if Fulham mm. came back and won well, Zamora only really flourished after Ruiz went off. I told you that was Berdinho. It was bad coming on. <laughs> but at the, at the same time, is it not worth trying to find a solution to make that work? Because you've got two undoubtedly great players there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no, I understand. That. Strange to just sort of um, just well, jettison it's, Zamora. It, it's certainly QPR's game, and I suppose Fulham. I can't remember the figure, but it was. Sort of four, five, six million for him for a 30, 31 year old. I think it was four initially, wasn't it? Rising to yeah. I, I just think they've thrown the Bobby out with the bathwater. They've <laughs> <laughs> well, indeed. Um, uh, but he was on the beat at QPR and he got the goal, but Wolves got two and won the game. CC was sent off. We're talking about sending off for Wolves goals. Um, he scored on his debut, but got sent off on his home debut. Was it a sending off? Do you think? Oh God, of course it was. That's that's the equivalent of just like leaving the house without your trousers on. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's such a the ref will always do it. Do. The ref will yeah. always. Mm. He doesn't have to. When when you hear <laughs> when you hear a pundit or or saying, oh, he's raised his hands, so he's got to go. That's bollocks. That's not. There's nothing in the laws to say that. Yeah. You mm. got. It's got to be violent conduct yep. using excessive force or brutality. That's the late. That's which, the law. Which he, which he didn't. didn't do. No. Which, didn't which do. is why yeah, I was wondering if it was do it. Don't they? I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he wasn't stupid because he should know that referees make. 
make that yeah. decision. But the referee was wrong to make a decision, in my opinion. So you thought it wasn't a sending off? It, by the laws of the game, I know they're open to interpretation, yeah. but by the laws of the game, it's not a sending no, off. No, I didn't think it was. Look at the height difference, though. <laughs> like, it and didn't also, look like a. <laughs> maybe that went into anyway. the referee's head. Cissé's <laughs> yeah. C- 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 broken two legs in his career. Well, one that was one mentioned. W- one was a sort of unfortunate one but the other one was from a tackle mm. and he's well within his rights to react in that way because yeah. I, I think Roger Johnson knew that as well I think he went in there quite quite harshly on him to try and rile him up and it worked It worked. Johnson could have arguably gone for that tackle mm. Mm. but it's a great win for Wolves though and yeah, they, uh, do they do indeed it's a very unstable time at Wolves because the fans seem to be really on McCarthy's back when things are going badly and when they're going well they seem to just be waiting for them to go badly yeah. again yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it must be tough for McCarthy it wasn't like long ago and mind you it was a bit of a rough old place in terms of mm. the fans misbehaving and stuff you know in terms of in and that sort of thing so yeah I just feel sorry for him in, in the post-match interviews he's not afraid to kind of show that he's sad about the horses yeah. really. he's sort of going you know we're like we're, sh- we're, ship- we're shipped two goals in second half <laughs> he, 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 he bigged up uh, he said that he didn't agree with the C- he, said he didn't like to see CSA get sent off for that as yeah. well I like McCarthy I think he's um, quite frank isn't he yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah. that about Come on, let's go to uh, the Sports Direct Arena, Cave of Funks and James' Bar, whatever you want to call it. The Senegalese boys did the business, Pete. Brilliant. Kissing the ground, both of them together. I like mm. that they've got like something in common. Solidarity. That it's a Muslim thing, isn't it? Yeah. I like yeah. to see a, um, an interpreter helping him out with the post-match interview. You don't see that enough these days. Well, actually, <laughs> Demba Bar helped him out for one yeah, of these Yeah, another one, yeah. Yeah, and um, Gabriel Obertan translated for a football I'll just right up. Yeah. I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd sign for Sunderland. Yeah. Just say everything Freddie Shepherd said about the women yeah. 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 and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lovely goal, though. It yeah, was um, just, uh, there's no yeah. way anyone's saving that even yeah. Cher given yeah. 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 Shout, Cher shouting dodgy I mean, keeper dodgy keeper <laughs> Pete is beaming at the moment yeah. just talking about this <laughs> it, was, it was a lovely goal on his debut though wasn't it they, David they De Gea would have saved it spent already on... looked great together Barron yeah well, I mean it's, it, it's um it's worth repeating they, they haven't played a lot with each other for their national team mm. and um, he, he spends a lot of time offside he's like Leon Vest but quick he, like, <laughs> he like, hangs offside like you wouldn't believe and there's mm. a couple of opportunities where and apparently that the, the stats bear him out apparently he's the most offside uh, player in the Bundesliga <laughs> his goal scoring record for Freiburg's decent that's it terrible is. as well they scores, yeah. he scores like 70% of their goals or something right, Scott, okay. let's say scored but that one was just oh, and, and Denver Bar scores fifty five percent of Newcastle's goals, so that means they're going to get one hundred twenty five percent of goals from Newcastle. Yeah, Although some of them will be Freiburgs. So <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, true, yeah. <laughs> it's very complicated. That yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and get Zonal Markin to explain that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Villa's goal was scored by Robbie Keane again. Nipped oh, it, didn't he? why did he move? He's, he's never going to lose that ability, that Michael Owen esque ability. Well, I say Michael Owen esque. It's been a long time yeah. now, but Keane always pop up on Mark. Michael Owen. Some yeah. of his movement, uh, it, it, the d- couple of dummies that he moved, he just dummies moves off, and mm. you know. I so like someone perch goes oh god I don't know what's going on <laughs> I hate his celebration yeah, yeah I really do That's stop sorry. it Robin you're taking years off your career yeah. <laughs> you're out in your knees <laughs> he's had a great time at Villa since he's been yeah, yeah. Well, back there back in the league do you reckon he'll be tempted to, to think oh I still cut it I might come yeah, back why would I, I you think, think he left why? way too early yeah, yeah. Mm. remains to be seen now um, oh let's quickly before we go on to uh, the two footed stuff West Brom 1 Swansea 2 we've got to mention the Swan second goal it's 19-20 passes brilliant mm. yeah excellent we've run out of things so same, same every again. week yeah. same again yeah they always, they always um, even if they lose they still perform well yeah. get yeah. them on the plane all of them yeah so, you know Wales in for England maybe <laughs> um, uh, now have you seen this a how to tackle DVD has been sent round to the football clubs across the country this week because um, there's been much debate over who said it you Sorry? Who's sending it? <laughs> well, someone needs to. You get annoyed to. about it, so you're sending it. 
Um, You're starring in it. Is it Cissé? It's like yeah. a really sarcastic yeah. thing. He's still so annoyed about yeah. that tackle. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Neil Warnock. Well, that yeah. one's all right. So is that one. I don't see the problem with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, some <laughs> of course, there's been recent sending-offs with two-footed tackles. And the DVD is intended to show the difference between careless tackles, reckless tackles, and tackles using excessive force. And, and, and there's going to be Premier League uh, examples from recent matches. Would you not be a bit annoyed if you're... You popped up on it. Yeah, everyone's seeing... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Am I getting royalties for this? Yeah. Carl Hendry's, Carl Hendry's <laughs> thinking, there I am again! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Do you reckon at the beginning of the DVD it will come up saying, starring Carl Hendry. <laughs> 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 Vincent Company. Is, is this... Carl Hendry again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he's got his tackle out, it's out of order. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Pete? I yeah. mean, is this... Do, do we need this? Is this a bit ridiculous? I, d- I don't think it needs to go to the players. I think it needs to go to the... Uh, the manager, I think, to a certain And introducing Roger Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, let's go to the championship where um, Nolan was sent off for a two-footer for mm. West Ham in the Green Street oh, derby. God, if, if only they'd sent a DVD to all of the football leagues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, West Ham 2, Millwall 1. I think Nolan still would have done that. Yeah. It was, a t- it was an outrageous decision from a club captain <laughs> in a derby. <laughs> out, out of all the two-footed lunges craziness, it wasn't the worst one I've seen even probably this no, last couple of weeks. But a, yeah, it was silly. <laughs> in a fiercely contested derby yeah. like, that, like that game, you'd imagine, I don't know, mm. to, if I was a fly on the wall in that dressing room in West Ham, I'd imagine that Kevin Nolan, as the captain, would be saying, right, don't let the occasion get to you. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the ball down. Let's keep it for a bit and play the game. Let's not play the occasion. <laughs> Bang! Nine minutes gone. Off. Yeah. But you, uh, it's Straight red as well. <laughs> and he's, and he's been one of their best players. Yeah. It's a it's a form of cowardice, I think, to a certain extent, because you you want to you want to go in hard, but you don't want to risk your you just putting one foot in. You just want to go right. I'm not going to get hit from this. Smack. I've heard, I've heard, yeah. I've, you're right because I've heard players because um, you've done it. Talk about <laughs> players, no, I've seen no, you do it. I can't get the pace. <laughs> I, I've heard players say they use the soles of their feet as almost shield, and that's why. Because yeah. they, they're worried they're going to get hurt themselves. So mm. in that way, it is a like bit you wouldn't want to go like with just with, your, with a pointed with foot a, with a metatarsal. You, you know, I have, I have to say, I, I did think that, I saw the game. I did think Millwall were awful, yeah. absolutely awful. I mean, part of the goal aside, which was a nice goal, they, I thought they were really poor. Well, they've been poor this season, really. Mm. Haven't Allardyce they? says it's one of his best ever wins. Yeah. It's a big, well, it's a big occasion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. and he's going to. It would be d- down to ten early on. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to get a lot of credit for saying that with the fans as well, mm. don't forget. Yeah. Um, uh, Bristol City, zero. Leeds United, three. But the story coming out of Leeds is that they've sacked Simon Grayson. Yeah, day after the transfer window shut. A little bit harsh, Helpful. do you not think? <laughs> well, if you're going to do it, do it before the transfer window yeah. finishes. Yeah. That, that, oh, no, because Ken Bates doesn't yeah. spend any money. So it <laughs> well, not only implies it, that Ken Bates operates using some sort of logic. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Three, uh, there are only a few points off the playoff spots, I think. Another classy decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. there, there have been like reports coming out that Grayson's not... Sort of lost the, lost the dressing room a little bit, and, mm. and, and to, but to be fair to Grayson, he's had players sold from under him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's been a lot of players moving out, yeah, to and fro. I hate Ken Bates. Yeah. He, he <laughs> looks like something from Star Wars, doesn't he? Yeah. Barely even looks human. He's such a horrible-looking bloke. Yeah. Is it you who calls him Papa Smurf? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not that. sure it's harsh enough. No, <laughs> um, there's talk of Warnock being being sort of tapped up, but I, I think Warnock has a bit of history with Bates because didn't he turn down Chelsea? It, wasn't he doing really well at a lower league club? Just Warnock and, and Bates yeah, in the same yeah, exactly. club. Yeah, wouldn't last even long even long. Gary McAllister <laughs> on Football Focus was like, "Whoa, come on!" Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wants it. That's why. Yeah, yeah, very much. Um, sad news coming out of Nottingham. Uh, Nottingham Forest owner Nigel Doubt has died. Yeah. Their owner, of course, a very sad indeed. He was a genuine fan of the club. Yeah, uh, as was his family. Money as well. Hundred million, I read somewhere. I read seventy-five, but right. either way. Yeah, mm. he's yeah. made his 50s as well. Yeah, yeah condolences to his family and stuff. Yeah. Very he's sad. in the gym, wasn't it? Was it yeah, he's in the gym at his house or something, mm. yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, Forrester, right, I mean, he, so I was just going to say, Forrester, real dire straits as well. Yeah. So yeah. I think he has put financial things in place. Uh, should anything happen, happen to him, hopefully they'll be okay for the near future. But mm. still, not not great, is it? Let's go to Serie A, um, where Milan dropped points at home to Napoli, and Zlatan was sent off mm. for slapping a player. But it was a real cowardly slap. It was around the head of one of his teammates, and more of a sort of brush <laughs> in the face, like a Mourinho eye gouge. Yeah, it was from, a lot like from that. the blind side. That's <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Tickle. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, you should put your shoulder into it. Come on, if you're going to get sent off. Juventus still undefeated. Yeah. yeah. Well, they drop points as well. Slat him. He now could be um, banned up to three games, which will include the game against Juventus. <laughs> yeah. For oh. that. Player of the year as well. If you're going to oh. use your like karate skills. Give them a full <laughs> honorary karate skills. Well, <laughs> um, elsewhere in Syria, a big win for Roma. They beat Inter four nil. Mm. Inter have conceded eight goals in their last two games. They drew um, last week with uh, Palermo four four. What the hell are they doing, Luke? Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's just as we bigged them up. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure Diego Melito scored four goals in that four four. He did, yeah. <laughs> and he's the only yeah. player in Syria history to score four in one game and not be on the winning team. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Migli also got a hat trick in that game, um, yeah. and Barini scored twice. For, for Roma and he's uh, he's 20 years old he's, yeah. he's ex-Chelsea just that just sounds weird yeah. he, I mean he, he's Italian as well and, like, he's uh, under 21 international playing very very well he looks, looks a real prospect not Bojan, looking at Chelsea Bojan scored a great goal as well yeah. he had like an, like an army of players around him managed to turn on the edge of the box and score a peach it's, like, it's, it's good to see him doing well under Enrique but they're doing much better now. They're about sixth now, aren't they? Or yeah, they're, they're, they're coming back up. They're coming back up. Mm. Um, you only get three places in the Champions League though in Serie A this season, yeah. so it's a lot harder. Um, uh, perhaps a goal of the weekend in Serie A was um, Rodrigo Palacio mm. scoring for Genoa with an outrageous flick. I didn't see that one. Well, it, it, I don't think he meant to score, did he? I, I don't know. There was a I lovely. Hope he meant to score. There was a lovely on his birthday as well. A lovely totty back here on that Roman. <laughs> well. that, there will be. It took about four <laughs> players at the game with a back. <laughs> Guy should have scored, but. Didn't that's, it, yeah. that's well. That's it, isn't it? Don't slave to the result. He could still do that <laughs> yes, when he's like fifty years old. I love that. <laughs> the Roma fans had a banner because obviously Luis Enrique is in charge. A lot is yeah. put on the style of play. Don't slave to the result. No, <laughs> gorgeous sentiment. Yeah, mm. um, which doesn't win your trophies. No. Um, uh, right, but let's go to the three. Bundes, sorry, but... <laughs> the title's like a hundred years. Or yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Not slaves to the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bundesliga. Is that yeah. what you had saying? Well, let's go there. Whereas Borussia Dortmund have broken away from the pack at the top of the league. They won 2-0 uh, against Nuremberg whereas Bayern, Schalke and Mönchengladbach all drew well, They played each other three-way three games it, Well it was yeah, incredible crazy. Yeah, it It's like a good it, league yeah. That's why it's so well attended <laughs> Three sets of fans each game <laughs> <laughs> But I love Schalke's font on their uh, the names on their kits yeah. It's just like a sort mm. of big 70s cartoon font for the yeah. names of their players It's brilliant <laughs> mm. um, Now we talked about uh, Bayern Munich last week uh, dropping a, a bollock with their transfer uh, signing the 12th man which was the fans and Dropped they, a ballack They um, did they, Well yeah um, <laughs> Frank Ribery um, was saying the other day I thought it was quite ironic that Bayern should have strengthened their squad in the transfer window they did they signed about 13 million Facebook <laughs> well he, he said and this is uh, well he said Bayern have no real good bench and don't <laughs> terrible have terrible grammar <laughs> and don't have a really good second team 
Um, but I'm not the president nor the manager, just a player. Shut up then. Well, yeah, yeah, stop exactly. acting like it. He's basically slagging off the subs and the. Yeah, he, yeah. he said we've got a good start at 11, but. Uh, the rest put, of them, they're all dicks. I'd, I'd put them <laughs> on the bench for the next game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think of it now? Yeah. <laughs> Is that improved it? Yeah. It's heated. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Oh, yeah. dear. Elsewhere in Germany, um, Michael Ballack's agent has got himself in trouble with Rudy Voller. Yes, I just said that. Um, his agent. Yeah, uh, gob in his afro. <laughs> <laughs> his, his agent's name is Dr. Michael Becker. Brilliant. Wow. Um, Isn't that a name of, the, of uh, Ted, Dan- Ted Danson's character in the, in, in the, in the uh, medical drama Becker? It must be. It <laughs> yeah. absolutely must be. Um, he's been moaning, saying that his client is being treated like a pawn at Bayern Leverkusen. Voller is director of sports at the club, and he met with Becker last week, and he said he has been shown the yellow card. This will never happen again, or he will never set foot in the stadium. <laughs> Hasn't Ballack been a bit rubbish? He has been disappointing since joining in 2010. Yeah, he's on, you know, he's off the back of a sort of you know pretty injury plagued time. Do you well. not like that though? That the director of sport at the club <laughs> has not said, it. yeah, he's he's gone right. You're slagging you're slagging the club off. Right, meet me. Yeah, do that again, and you're out. Pal. It's a yellow. Yeah. End of. I hope you got an actual yellow. Out. <laughs> I think oh, he would have done. So what is he implying that Ballack because Ballack's a bit of a Leverkusen legend? He's implying that he's being used to sell sell shirts that sort of stuff. Well, I don't know. Mm. Don't know enough about it to be honest. But uh, I, I like though that. The, 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 Taking a stand against the agents. Well, watch it with interest. Mm. Yeah, Paul Stretford could never get a job in Germany. He's been banned from the country. Can you imagine Paul Stretford in his ear going, "Right, yeah, now tell him you want more wages. Tell him you want more wages. <laughs> Go on, Wayne. <laughs> Go on, Wazos. And, and a house for me. Yeah, <laughs> and a dragon." <laughs> Otherwise we're off Now let's go to Some international football The African Cup of Nations Pete yeah. Enjoyable uh, It has been enjoyable The Ivory Coast Showing a bit more Aren't mm. they In fact the Ivory Coast Is the only team That really actually You know Won convincingly They're all get, tight games Well Zambia guys. did as well They'll get dramatically Beat in the final That's how it works I'm not sure I, th- I think it could be It could be their year um, Drogba <laughs> scored two He missed a penalty uh, The first one Was a little bit of a gift But Drogba still had a bit to do But what a powerful header The second goal what a mm. free kick from Toure uh, well, the For the post, third uh, For miles away Yeah it was wasn't it, it, it was, 35 I yards I don't think it was I think Javino took a bit of a dive for that as well He went down very easily Later, and, and Toure absolutely leathered it I, on the I think it was probably About 35-40 yards But maybe that camera angle Makes it look further away Well the footage I was watching Said that it was like 32 metres or something So yeah it's over okay. 35 yards just about, mm-hmm. yeah. you, but you, Going back to the Drogba one if you, Can you imagine him As a 75 year old, five year old man I can't imagine no. him He'd still having, be like that Won't he what, Just being the most Powerful old man In the world He's yeah. just saw so The way he hung in there And he just slammed it A proper mm. striker's Piss off header <laughs> <laughs> Piss Punched off everyone it. I'm doing this Punched yeah. it with his head he sort of thing. Indeed um, Elsewhere Ghana uh, Beat Tunisia 2-1 Very unconvincing Ghana But they've gone mm. through But I, I think Zambia Will beat them In the semi-final I'd, I'd love to see Zambia win it I would uh, They've been really entertaining mm. Players like um, Mayuka I think it is mm. And um, Calaba have, have been great But their main man For me Is the Frenchman At the helm of it all Harve Renard <laughs> He is He's an ex-Bond Got a bit of a man crush Haven't you Mass- I think like if he walks in a room and James Bond was in there, Bond would go, oh, I've got a bit of competition here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely hair. Yeah. It is very suave. Mm. White white shirt and the, oh, and the, and the ladies, flowing locks. ladies get on back, that, I'll tell you. Have a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> um yes, indeed. Now, uh, where else? Uh, Gabon Marley was a good game. It was mm. nice to see a stadium that was nearly full. Yeah, that's been a real problem. <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it's just it's just more just about the regimes in charge of the, the, you know, the Guinea, Equatorial Guinea in particular. But. It's all over football, though, isn't it? I mean, I know it's mm. to, to more of an extent in Africa, but, but for a 
international tournament. When you, when you see the stadiums, like, you just think, who's benefiting from this tournament? Mm. Who's benefiting from this? Well, there's, there's a, I mean, there's been a lot said about that there's not been many flights um, in and around the countries. You know, it's very difficult for fans to travel, so fans don't go there because it's expensive enough. Yeah. Yeah. And and ticket prices in Equatorial Guinea have been at sort of a week's wages uh, on average. That it's been very very poorly planned. But the way people say that though, oh, it's been a week's wages. Yeah, I understand that. But how much were the Champions League final tickets at Wembley? Yeah. 250 euros or something yeah. that's not far off a week's wages for yeah, a lot of people yeah. in England but that's, but that's the biggest game in the European calendar but it's still a big tournament game is what we're saying well, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not comparing them in that way I'm just saying that it's not just in Africa yeah. where tickets are ridiculously expensive yeah. I mean there, we, there was talk um, just the other day about a team going away to Arsenal or no going away to Chelsea I think and some of the tickets are £60 pounds. Mm. <laughs> you know it's outrageous uh, yeah but, but comparing but, African prices but all I'm saying to you is it's more of a worldwide sort of rounded yeah, yeah you know, that's it, well, it just it's represents of a trend yeah. it's an extreme example of it but yeah. it's yeah. going on it's we, we, we saw it um, at South Africa in the World Cup final yeah. Yeah. You know, it's outrageous we quoted it sort of like way over a grand for yeah. final tickets yeah. well not from uh, not from official sources no, no. <laughs> no, we weren't quite anything from official sources because no one knew what was happening yeah. me, and Marcus sat, me and Marcus sat in oh, yeah. one of the um, soccer camps going has anybody heard anything about tickets and possibly <laughs> possibly thank you third place no that is not in Johannesburg I'm <laughs> not going there thank you yeah. Uh, but yeah just briefly before we go from the African Cup of Nations um, Gabon did go out to Mali yeah. um, it was a shame they had chances 1-0 uh, to miss it Daniel Kuzan Cater did score. He showed a nice bit of composure, and it's nice for him because he's um, obviously he's looked to as their main man. He scored a lovely goal to put them through. Um, oh, and the other bit in the penalty shootout was um, um, Imanj, I think his name was for Gabon. He took the penalty that they needed to score to stay in it. Dinked it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. That was just after uh, Pierre Aubameyang. I think his name is. Uh, yeah. Missed, isn't it? So he's re- the pressure's right up there. I just, yeah. I, I just it's like a great shame for him. He's been their main man. Yeah. Or and one of them. But, but what I really liked about that um, when he did miss was the whole team comforted him. Yeah. The whole team rallied around him. Indeed. Sort of. I enjoyed like the uh, the lap of honour on an actual running track. Indeed. No, it's, it's great. So uh, I, uh, my prediction, Ivory Coast v Zambia in the final, Ivory Coast to win it after extra time. Oof. It's Ivory Coast versus Mali and Ghana versus Zambia in the semis, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's what I think. And now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. It is time for going for gold. Let me just uh top low over here. Grab me. Oh grab me clothes. <laughs> Got me clothes. Got me clothes now. I thought you said clothes. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah please do put some on. I am completely nud- nudded. Um, I'll just got- <laughs> wait a second for my mouse to wake up. <laughs> this is vintage radio, this. <laughs> Ma- Not even radio. Mac- MacBook Airs are sometimes a little bit uh, sluggish sometimes. Right, your first clue. Yep. I own two Tony and Guy hair salons with my business partner, Jim Shaw. Stop. Stephen Ireland. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> David Ginola. No. Oh. Damien Atkinson Oh you can't have more than one <laughs> And stop. you've got to say stop yeah. no, Sorry You've got to God. set the next clue after that oh, sort of Simbind <laughs> <laughs> As manager I got my team to the conference national playoffs hmm. Stop Graham Wesley <laughs> No Ah, oh, it's worth it <laughs> Well obviously it wasn't worth it Yeah That's my, what he said my Because middle, I'm worth it <laughs> my, my middle name is Charles Could be anyone <laughs> next, All right. next clue my assistant at the moment is Jimmy Dak 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 Attack I just wanted to say Dak 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 Attack <laughs> right you said it Jimmy Dak he's a current manager at the moment I was a 1991 FA Cup and 1999 League Cup winner Oh, Dak Attack 
1991 FA Cup winner yeah well that narrows it down but I can't stop Justin Edinburgh it's just never right. Yeah, very oh, well done. Well played. Well played. Yeah, fair play. Cheers. I was born in Basildon. My first club was the Shrimpers. Uh, my final playing and first managing uh, job was uh, Billericay Town. And uh, I am inner city, but only just. <laughs> oh, we'd have got that. Nice. God, I feel that back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I was going through like Vinny Samways, Gary Mavis. Vinny Samways. Uh, Lovely. Gary Mavis owning two hairs. Well, that's it, what I'm saying. Yeah. Lineker, <laughs> Gascoigne. Yeah. yeah. Eric Tools vet. Yeah. It's Justin Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> right then, it's profile. No, it isn't. It's emails. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Oh, mate. Oh, laugh. We nearly did. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. Bonjour, Ramblers. Hello. Uh, no, Is that her Bernard? Uh, sadly not. Sadly <laughs> not. Only it's Ronan Donoghue. Um, not the same. Notice that you're fans of Graham Wesley and I have a story from his Stevenage days. I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to arrange times and venues for students' PE as we didn't have much space in the college. We often used Stevenage's training facilities as it was just up the road and they had a dance studio. One day I sent our supportive study students, which is students with various mental and physical disabilities, along with their teachers and the dance instructor up there to do a session. However, there had been a mix-up with the bookings and the team was supposed to be doing a session in there at the same time. I got a call from one of the teachers saying the boss, Wesley, was kicking off, furious that students were disrupting his day's training and wanted them to leave quickly. I rushed up there in an attempt to defuse the situation. When I arrived, the situation had calmed down and Wesley was joining him and the students in their dance lesson. Oh. I asked one of our teachers what had happened and she said he got so irate that he went into the studio to kick the students out, then he realised they were supportive study students and didn't have the heart to do it, instead joining in with their fun. Well Seems done. like a top bloke, uh, but an all too real life version of David Brent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is from Ronan Donahue. So yeah, thank you. That's well, a lovely story. Yeah. We've got to say about Graham Wesley that um, because Preston North End manager last week you mentioned he'd sent out yet more funny texts about terrorist attacks and all this yeah. sort of stuff it's found out not to be true well, we've got a good five minutes of material out of it so, yeah, so, so we'll have it <laughs> forget yeah. it so, uh, actually can we just can we just refute that <laughs> and maintain that it is true well we'd like to say sorry to Graham Wesley and, uh, but, but send some more texts and, and we'll have some more lulls Hello, I'm Dean Windass, and this is my Hall of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for a profile. And who have we got coming at you? It's Aussie Ardiles. Big time. The likeable little Argentinian. Mm. Some player as well. Some player as well. He was born on August... Yeah, he's not getting th- in on his personality, you know. Mm. It's, uh, 3rd of August, 1952, August. Jim. Um, 15 years before the summer of love. 15. Mm. Mm. 15 um, uh, well what a player he was uh, from Argentina as we said he was damn it all the first foreign player to have a real impact on the top division in the modern game in England mm. that was one of the, that was a time when there were really hardly any foreign players it was a real big deal yeah. you can imagine at the time it was sort of would have been almost quite controversial you know you probably would have had people yeah. kind of complaining about foreign players playing in the league yeah you, you, still get get now now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still get it now, but you know how yeah, I know people you hate the sort of naturalisation of players into international teams. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. just you yeah. know, guessing, but I imagine. I think it very much depends on who the player men is. Would have been angry about that. Not many people were complaining about Burkamp, but some other people. No, that was a long, yeah. long Burkamp was twenty yeah. years after. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, and uh, many say he paved the way for other players from overseas to come and well improve the standard of football in England, really. So, um, he uh, he used to play in the streets of uh, Argentina, as you'd imagine, uh, when he was young, and he got the nickname El Piton, the snake. Mm. He said, uh, when <laughs> well, I was... quite snakey, actually, quite sort of snake here. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. He said, when I was younger... Bought tongue. I, yep. That's, <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, uh, doesn't swallow, uh, doesn't chew his food. Gives when blood I was, to eggs. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Shit when his I, skin. Yui. 
When I was younger, I used to play He's football snake. in the streets. <laughs> I was very small. I wouldn't pass it much. I would dribble and dribble and dribble. My brother said that I looked like a snake because I used to wind round the pitch. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> he, has, he has quite snaky hips, I think. Like I said, I wouldn't give the butt to anybody else. My brother used to call me a tit. <laughs> 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 Everyone hated me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he uh, started his playing career at uh, Instituto de Cordoba, uh, which is uh, near his uh, town where he was from. And um, that was where Mario Kempesh was too. Mm. Um, he started out there, I think. So um, he then moved to Belgrano before he made his way to Huracan in 1975, which is really where his career took off. The legendary Huracan. Mm. Absolutely. Um, he was uh, mainly a, a central midfielder or sort of right central um, midfielder. Wasn't tall, only about five six, five seven. Wasn't physically imposing, but. Um, had the knack of uh, breaking up play and, and instigating it too. Yeah, but he, he could move the ball quickly and pass it as well. Right, he, yeah. he was very nippy too. So he, he's, he's similar to um, a lot of the sort of diminutive players, midfield players we see around now. Yeah, yeah at the top end, you know, like you say, five foot seven. I think he was maybe like a David Pizarro. Would you yeah, say? yeah, absolutely. But he, he moved the ball very quickly. He, he'd get in on the end of a few tackles as well, and he dealt in some spectacular goals. Right? <laughs> yeah. He did score a few. We said uh, he described his playing style as saying, "Half my job was to create; the other half was to defend." I was a pure midfielder. Um, who you rarely saw in either penalty area. My task was to free up the playmaker to give him the time and space to create. Mm. Yeah. Mm, it's weird because you think of him as, very, as almost an attacking midfielder. So it's interesting yeah. to hear that. Sort of, yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's a play like that, quite a deep lying playing. Uh, he's playmaker still very cultured, though. I don't know oh, why he yeah, said very that much about so. himself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's being modest. Think of, you think of some of the plays he played with, yeah. you know. There's no mo- room for modesty in the Dean when that's all the phone though. <laughs> Um, he was called up to the Argentina squad in 1975 and would go on to great things in the famous blue and white jersey. Won the World Cup. Well, indeed he did. Um, the national coach at the time was Cesar Menotti, who Ardila said taught him more than, than anybody else did in the game. And I like this, and he took this into management, I'm sure we remember. He said that he gave me a playing philosophy that valued the importance of trying to entertain and play good football. Yeah, <laughs> definitely translated to his mind. He was, he was Keegan's uh, influence. Well, indeed he was. A couple of years before the 1978 World Cup in Argentina, a military junta had taken control of Argentina and the country was in a, a, a bit of a state really mm. one could say um, but the government put a lot of pressure on the team to win the, the World Cup when it was hosted in Argentina and a lot of pressure on the referees as well. Yes. <laughs> well, a lot yes. of conspiracy theories about that World Cup um, yeah a lot of dodgy dealings and whatnot going on but our dealers in Argentina did go on to win the tournament beating the brilliant Dutch side in the final 3-1 um, but the images of what the, a final that was yeah after extra time. time the ticker tape yeah, the ticker everywhere. tape yeah. oh, it was beautiful what an iconic Kempis image was just joy in that yeah. Yeah, tournament as well. yeah. The, the ticker tape in particular falling from the crowd um, during the tournament is one of the great World Cup iconic yeah. Yeah. images you know during that tournament uh, in 78 and also in 82 Argentina allocated their squad numbers alphabetically um, Ardila said this was to stop any arguments over who had what number although he said interestingly enough Mario Kempesh in 1978 and Diego Maradona in 1982 both got the number 10 shirt yeah. <laughs> odd that but he was uh, Ardila's was number 1 in yeah. 1982 great stuff yeah. do you like that yeah I do quite like I it I think yeah. so it, the only problem with it is it, you end up with, the, with what I call the Steve Morrison problem where you have a number 5 plan up front yeah or Asamoah Jan for Garner who both 3 up front yeah, yeah. but, but like, these uh, are Kone for, um, for Levante mm. who's a uh, 2 up front well at least 
least, but at least yeah. there's a reasoning for this, though. You know, I understand. It's, yeah, it's, a system. It, yeah. it's not madness, not chaos, Luke. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's order, not disorder. <laughs> anyway, after the, uh, the triumph at the World Cup in 78, Keith Birkinshaw, who was in charge of Spurs at the time, signed Ozzy Ardiles and his fellow countryman Ricky Villa for £750,000, which was an incredible move at the time, with very few foreign players moving around, especially not from Argentina to mm. England. Because well, didn't he have to go away during the Falklands? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we get on to that in a, Sorry, in, in a bit. No worries, yeah. But um, uh, Ardiles, he didn't know what to expect going to England. Um, it was an absolutely incredible move. You know, I mean, there's not that many players go directly from Argentina to England nowadays, mm. but mm. 1978, <laughs> unbelievable stuff. Um, when he arrived, the Spurs fans recreated the ticker tape scenes from the 1978 World Cup, which was uh, quite a nice touch, I yeah. think. Later, when he became Swindon Town manager, their fans did the same in the semi final of the playoffs against Blackburn. Perhaps not quite the. <laughs> Don't have a go at them. Yeah, but a great effort. effort no yeah, doubt. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Ar- the Kenya wants a bit of that. The, oh, well, yeah, no doubt. Um, our dealers uh, thought that they'd only stay in England a few years and then they'd move back. He still lives here. <laughs> yeah, um, but our dealers yeah. and, uh, and and Ricky Villa were great friends and, and and brilliant for Spurs, and it would have helped having a fellow Argentinian playing. That's oh, a great, mm-hmm. it's a true move getting to yeah, them. It yeah, was very smart. Um, they, and, and you said Luke earlier about the quick passing, the, the two of them in the centre of midfield, mm. knocking the ball around really quickly. Where you said a lot of the time the ball was in the air, so they had to try and get it down and play. Yeah, <laughs> it, it must have been such a culture shock for the pair of them, oh, especially yeah. given how English football would have been back then. then. Yeah, you being a Spurs fan though, watching those two in the centre of the yeah, park. I don't have many memories. Of, I was a bit too young for, for it, but vague memories and sort of um, maybe videos where he used to wear number seven, and, and mm. I just remember him being quite dynamic, moving the ball. Around. And you seem to remember him scoring like, quite a lot of goals off off the bar. Or into the top corner, mm. with, and he, got, he was two-footed as well. Mm. He seemed to be adept with both feet, which is which is obviously well, great yeah, as well. shift play and a lot of time for that. Yeah. Yeah. See why Villa uh, grew that beard. Too far. A bit chilly. Um, one of his favourite memories at Spurs was at Old Trafford in an FA Cup replay, where um, um, Spurs keeper went off injured. Glenn Hoddle went in goal. Can't so imagine waste. What? Incredible, isn't it? Is he thinking I'll be centre attention here? Probably <laughs> yeah. why. And Ardiles scored the only goal of the game in, in extra time. But imagine Hoddle, um, Ardiles, <laughs> and, and Ricky Villa—a very cultured midfield. Yeah. One of them's in goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can distribute from there. Even. Yeah. Yeah. Spraying yeah. the passes yeah. around. Imagine his, his goal line. kicks straight would, onto the feet. I want to play a very deep lying midfield role. <laughs> 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 That's it. Um, that would be a keeper who would use his feet, not his hands. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he enjoyed playing in the FA Cup. Our dealers, they they won it twice on the bounce in eighty one and eighty two. Although eighty one final will be remembered for Ricky Villa's great solo goal against Absolutely. Manchester City. Now, as you said earlier, Luke, when the Falklands War broke out in eighty two, it was a very difficult time for our dealers, and he was loaned out to Paris Saint Germain for a year. Um, whilst the fighting sort of carried on and obviously it didn't last a year the, the war it did stop and he didn't enjoy his time in France and only lasted six months there and Keith Birkenshaw took him back and assured him everything would be fine and, and it was to mm. um, everybody's credit at the club mm. a very difficult time though, yeah. Mm. absolutely yeah he was miles away from home mm. Um, and a couple of years later he won the UEFA Cup with Spurs in, in, in 1984 that idea thing is a bit like Bert Troutman because they end up in England, didn't they? And that's right. Yeah, taking yeah. on, well, taking to the hearts of the English people, even yeah. though it was German. Well, know? yeah. Well, that's why at the start of the process, you know, made a real impact in modern the modern game because obviously Bert Troutman made an impact, but before yeah, you yeah. know, quite a long time ago. Uh, now he left Tottenham in 1988. Had short spells with with Blackburn, QPR, and Fort Lauderdale Strikers in in America. 
Um, and uh, went on to be a manager started his managerial career at Swindon Town as player manager and I think they gained promotion under him but it was taken away um, due to previous errors by previous management which is a bit of a sickener bit harsh mm. Mm. but uh, he did manage Spurs uh, in, in the 90s 93 to 94 and he loved an attack information didn't he <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Just a> front five <laughs> um, <laughs> Sheringham Klinsman Barnby Anderton Dumitrescu because he spent he spent like a little while at Newcastle as well. He had no money. He, he was did. forced to like he basically launched the careers like feel like Steve Howie and Lee Clark and players like that. And that's but what he should be remembered for. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, bottom of uh, Division Two. Won the World Not Cup. You say? Yeah. Have you heard of Steve Howie? Because <laughs> you wouldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he talks about his time at Spurs because he was heavily criticised for playing so attacking. Um, and he said well I was inspired by the Brazil team from 1970 and he starts mentioning Pele and Revelino and they have five attacking players at Barcelona and all this sort of stuff and it's like well <laughs> they probably Nick Barmby <laughs> <laughs> they probably do yeah. have uh, five attacking players <laughs> at the new camp um, and, and there is and a- Ronnie Rosenthal <laughs> <laughs> coming off the bench that's right yeah. S- to make it six if they're a goal down <laughs> um, uh, and, and which they, they often work <laughs> yeah. um, and there was a little rumour that that's Apparently, um, our dealers, when talking to his players through um, the uh, attacking uh, strategies and whatnot before one of the games, that uh, somebody said, "Well, what should we do if we haven't got the ball?" And he just went, uh, "Don't lose the ball." We cross that bridge we come to. But yeah, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But it certainly sounds like it could be. Um, so yeah, he didn't last too long at Spurs, sadly. Um, and then he he coached in a number of, of countries from there: Mexico, Argentina, Syria, mm. Israel, Croatia, Japan, and Paraguay. His only league title win as a manager came um, during his time in Japan. So he does have a league title to his name yeah. as a manager <laughs> and a World Cup as yeah. a player. Had to, well, well, not yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. um, and in 2010, he launched the uh, Aussie Ardiles Soccer School, and the the, the, the motto is um, "Play the Aussie way." Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Australians turning up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, put the ball up fight <laughs> drink <laughs> but uh, perhaps um, Aussie well not perhaps he was part of one of the greatest football teams ever assembled was in the film Escape to Victory with Pele and Bobby Moore and all the boys and he's coming into the Dean Window Hall of Fame come <laughs> on Aussie. Aussie his knees are gone all trembling <laughs> I love that in the, in the cast of Escape to Victory um, John Walk got in before our dealers <laughs> <laughs> Walk he's in yeah, yeah. Walk, walk, they're, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can he few members of that? Uh, Still not Pele. Well, I suppose he's in with the New York Cosmos, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble this week. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Jimbo. Yes, and on the website this week, uh, Ed Aaron's moles over Stephen Pienaar's return to Everton. Dermot Corrigan takes us through all the transfers that happened in La Liga during the January transfer window and our new uh, sort of kind of guest blog superstar Duncan Jenkins takes you through uh, you know basically what to do if you're an aspiring blogger simply one of the most exciting football writers to emerge in generations <coughs> indeed read it, read it mate indeed yeah. there's, uh, there's plenty more besides that including live fantasy football from Pick Live, the Hall of Fame the shop and all kinds of fun on the forum so go over there now literally now Go. Rude. What are you doing? Even if you're on the bus, jump off the bus screaming, I need to be somewhere now. Even <laughs> if you're on it now, listening to the show, open it up in another window. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, road safety first. That is the end of the show, isn't it, boys? Have we got uh, any more for any more? No, no we it. don't. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, darling. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Goodbye, Binklebox. <laughs> goodbye, Binklebox. With our deal, Brilliant. 
Here's Archie Boyd, he's got a chance. Good save, Ricky Villa. Ricky Villa scored. And it was made by his fellow Argentine, Ozzy Ardiles. I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jim, you can't get pissed off because we did this. No, I can, I can. I used to like. <laughs> come on! Sorry, that was funny. You wasn't doing anything, you just went, right, come on, and you just start talking. <laughs> I used to work at the local college when. <laughs> no, you see, no, this, yeah. this is what happens. I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to arrange times and venues. What's funny about the local college and the times <laughs> and venues said, being arranged? And laugh. I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to arrange times and venues for students' PE as we didn't have much space in the college. We often used Stevenage's training facilities as it was just up the road and they had a dance studio. Seems odd to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a good penis. That's excellent. excellent. Sorry, out of context, I wasn't expecting that. That's what he said, probably. Right then, it's profile time, you people. Show him. <laughs> I'm not doing the profile with that on the screen, so you can show him. It is an allegory for um, Ozzy Ardiles' Ad- time at Newcastle. What? Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.